Titan MRI or call them today at 672-6644. Welcome to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach Steve Spurrier. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside the Huddle as we come to you the last Tuesday of the month of October. Brad's going to produce the show today. I'm Steve Russell. Always a pleasure to have the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, alongside. Got a lot of ground to cover today. Uh, let me start out uh, by saying if you want to call us on the Campus USA call-in line, you can, 392-8255. That's 392-8255. And uh, otherwise, we have a ton of work to do. But the good news, guys, is finally the Gators play a game this week. That's the good news. Yeah, it's been a long time, Steve. Uh, you know, we're going to go almost three weeks without playing. Um, I think people will be excited. It's a night game. People like night games. I don't know if it matters now, which only 17,000 in the ballpark. But uh, it's time for us to play. It just, it's been very strange. Yeah, today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, important practice days for the Gators when you hadn't played in three weeks. Gee, so hopefully they get the game plan and uh, practice it, practice it, and get back in uh, game-type condition and have a good one Saturday night. But Missouri's a heck of a team. I tell you, they dominated Kentucky uh, last week, thoroughly beat them, and uh, they're going to be a tough out, as you say. So uh, I, I'm looking for a close game, but I, I believe we can prevail here in the swamp. Missouri's one of those teams mm-hmm. that just – they don't have superstars. They don't have, you know, first-round guys, but somehow – and I, I think Grinkwich has done a really nice job of that group so far. Well, he has. He's 2-2. Two and two. You know, they, they've lost mm-hmm. to, what, Georgia – in Alabama (laughs) yeah so no shame in that yeah and you know year one it's like I told you Steve I watched that Kentucky game in any time it doesn't matter if it's ESPN SEC Network Jefferson Pilot whoever's doing the game at Missouri it just lulls you to sleep and I think it lulled Kentucky to sleep (laughs) but give them credit I mean they're they're a good football team they got a really good running back Roundtree, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, the environment's a little bit like Vanderbilt. really is uh, stadium seats, maybe 45. They, they probably list it at 50, 55 or something. I'm not sure. But AstroTurf and stuff like that. So it's a little different environment. But still, uh, you know, you got to go play the game everywhere, uh, home, away, and so forth. The good teams, they know how to play any place, any ballpark. Steve, I don't know if you saw this, but I, I think it was on uh, ESPN where they talked about Drinkwitz having a little spurrier in him. You know, he, he kind of – I saw that too. Did you see it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I saw him wearing that visor. I said, you know, I think I like that dude. I, I don't really know him. I know some – I got some buddies up in the mountains there. He was at App State, and uh, the guy who sort of runs uh, – uh, the golf course on top of the ridge there uh, above uh, Black uh, Mountain uh, there. Uh, he said this Drinkwitz is a heck of a coach. And uh, they had a big year. Of course, they went and beat South Carolina at their place, and then he got the Missouri job. So, anyway, uh, he's uh, he's proven to be a pretty good coach. Do you see that already? Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, like, in other words, a little, you know, Lindbergh. not afraid to speak his mind, uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. And that's good for Missouri, too. Mm-hmm. Um Coach, yesterday Dan Mullen talked about the layoff. That was the question he was asked a lot. And he said, we're going to treat this like a bye week. I mean, that's probably the right thing to go, the way to go about it, isn't it? Oh, sure. Sure. A couple of bye weeks and say we're well rested and ready to go. So uh, try to turn any negative into a positive, And that's one way to do it. Shannon, when you look at the layoff now, uh, you know, Kyrie Campbell has tweeted he's going to come back. We'll see. And But we still really don't know who's going to be available or not be available for this game until Saturday. Yeah, you know, we don't know what kids tested positive. We'll, we'll probably never find that out unless you'll know if someone's not playing, if it's a starter or what have you. So it's just a – it's you know, I can understand the players being frustrated, the coaches being frustrated. This whole season has been very bizarre. 
All right, let's do our play of the week. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the week. I'm going to the National Football League for my play of the week, and it's one of the greatest effort plays I've ever seen in my life, Steve. It was the uh, Sunday night game when Russell Wilson threw the interception down on the goal line Mm -hmm. and DK Metcalf. Ran the guy down. I mean, he ran this joker down. I've never seen anybody run that fast, but it saved – they didn't score a point. Because then the other um, Arizona turned it over a couple plays later, so or on downs or what have you. But that that was just the effort was phenomenal. Uh, I think the play of the week for me was the Indiana quarterback when he stretched that thing out and his body was completely level and knee did not hit and he barely got a piece of the pylon, and they called it good for the two point play. Indiana with a huge, huge win there and uh, over Penn State. So, to me, that was, the, that was the play of the – maybe the play of the year for Indiana. Yeah. I got two of them, and it's the same play. It's Todd Gurley in the NFL <laughs> scoring. Same and then way. in the Indiana game, Coach, same thing. And, yeah. and, and I'm sorry, that's on James Franklin. That is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand – the point I think you made it, Shaner, about you know athletes and you know you're used to scoring, but mm-hmm. the game's over if you just kneel. That's that that's my play. Yeah, you got anytime you got that one point lead late in the game, you, you got to think about that. If we can get it out, get it out. Uh, we the Alliance. We're playing. I think it was Memphis, and we had about a four point lead, and Dearness had got us a first down on their one yard line. And we could have scored and gone up 10 or something like that. But there was about a minute 50. And uh, they used their last time out. And Garrett Gilbert came over and I said, you know, if we knee right, take the knee right now, the game's over. We don't need to score. He said, you're right, Coach. We don't need to score. And I'm glad Dearness didn't score because he was trying to. They tackled him <laughs> on the one. They should have let him go on in. He, he yeah. was going in. Yeah. Uh, but we were, we were up three or four. But you just eliminate any flukish, like, you know, long pass and interference, especially in pro football. That's a 50-yard game. Yeah. Uh, you throw that 50, 60-yarder down there. So we needed out on their one-yard line. And uh, actually one of the coaches on the other team said, that was a class act, Coach. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> class act? I was just trying to win the game, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's funny. I was watching that uh, live, and I thought, okay, well, they can't lose the game because a two-point conversion would well that's exactly what they did they tied it and went on to win so anyway play of the game all right question Mm -hmm. of the week for coach and we'll throw shane in this too brought to you by Mm -hmm. davis chevrolet your premier north central florida dealer of chevrolet mazda and cadillac you can send your questions to questions at inside the huddle hbc.com uh, Gary in California, you answered his question last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he's curious to know about your current relationship with Bobby Bowden. Uh, did you text or call him when he got COVID? You even said you have hardly rooted for FSU when they played UNC. So I'm guessing you might be friends with him. Oh, we're okay together. Uh, we don't talk to each other much. I did a little podcast with him uh, two or three weeks ago, and we both said nice things about each other. And, and that's about it. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot of coaches that I call and talk to uh, very much. Uh, but, yeah, Bobby Bowden had a wonderful career, and uh, he is 91 now. So uh, I think he got rid of the COVID. He got it somehow in the hospital, he thinks. So um, we all hope he's doing well. Uh, Asher in Atlanta, Coach, uh, do you expect there to be any problems with a long layoff, or should the guys be fresh and hungry to play? Well, time will tell. We hope not. Uh, but like we talked earlier, uh, Coach Mullen says, hey, we should be fresh, raring to go. And that's the way you got to look at it. And, and hopefully that will prove to be right. Jim, maybe for both of you guys, Michigan and Ohio State both look good, better than most expected. Can both of them make the playoff? Mm-hmm. When, when do they play? Because normally they play at the end of the year. Yeah. So I think that would be hard. But I think with the schedule being adjusted, I don't know when they play. Well, they could. I mean, if they go undefeated and that's the only loss – because they're in the same division of the Big Ten. So I was thinking the other side, they'd probably be playing Wisconsin until their quarterback went out with the COVID for supposedly two to three weeks, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a possibility, just like everybody said, uh, Alabama and either Florida or Georgia might might get in there. Who knows? Ryan in Greensboro, 
Um, what, is it, what does Kyle Trask have to do to win the Heisman? Is it going to be a quarterback no matter what? Uh, Kyle's not worried about the Heisman. He's just worried about trying to do he, his best to help uh, the Gators uh, win every game they play and have the best possible season they can. So that's all he needs to worry about right now. And if he does extremely well, then uh, he'll be in the conversation. Uh, I tell you, the, the questions run the campus this week. Ronnie in Gainesville, what advice do you have for Tua as he makes his first start for Miami? Well, um, I was surprised at that move. I, I think Tua's got a chance to be a good pro, but, I mean, you're, that, that division has always been dominated by the Patriots, mm-hmm. and now you're sitting at 3-3, three three, have a chance to win the division. Fitzpatrick was playing well. I, I would have, if I was coaching, I would have. I think the players on that team, too, realize, hey, you know, everybody's talking about tank, tanking last year. We have a pretty good football team. We need to keep the quarterback we have right now. I think everybody looks at it that way, Shane. Uh, Tua is a wonderful young man. I got to know him a little bit when I uh, coached that Polynesian Bowl. He was out there and he talked to all the high school players and so forth. Uh, but they're putting Tua in a tough position. I mean, Fitzpatrick has really been good uh, the last few games. They're 3-3 three and three and can win the division. So all the guys are on the team say, well, wait a minute, Coach. We like the quarterback's been playing really well. But you're, you're going to play him just because of what now? Well, he's the guy of the future? Well, yeah, I, I, I think it puts two in a tough position. I really do. I, I wish they hadn't done it, but I guess they're going to do it. Uh, so the players uh, hopefully will rally around Tua and, and go from there. Uh, but I, I don't think it was a smart move. I, I agree with you both, especially because they're in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, if they were winless, I, I get it. You know, they, uh, it seems like the coaches had a plan. We're going to sit him – and then we're going to give him a lot of reps the bye week and then let him play. That's part of their plan before the season. Well, the plan has changed because right. you're 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree totally, guys. They're winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evan in Gainesville, Ohio State took some heat for scoring the last seconds even though they were up big. Coach, you were known to score every time you could and run the score up. What's Not your theory always. behind this? Will you defend Ryan mm-hmm. Day? Yeah. Well, we didn't always score all the time. A lot of times if the backup players were in and uh, they wanted to score in the normal course of the game, we didn't call timeout and try to tack one on. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I had quit watching that game by the time that happened, so I didn't see exactly how. How did it happen? How much time was left and so yeah, forth? Yeah, I don't know either. There wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. I don't remember the exact, but there wasn't a lot of time. was it a run play? It was a run play. A run play. Okay, yeah, well, to me, that's no big deal. That's yeah, right. No that's, big deal. Yeah, part I, of the game. I, I, he probably had his game. backups in. You know, they like to score touchdowns, especially yeah. the walk-on kids. It's a memory of a lifetime. Paul Bowen, remember the wide receiver mm-hmm. here, walk-on. Uh, I think the one game we beat Kentucky, 65 to nothing. He got in and got that last touchdown. And it was two or three minutes left, and he still talks about it. I mean, that's a, the rest of his life, he's got a touchdown pass in the swamp. So it was worth it for, for Paul Bowen, that's for sure. Yep. Uh, Elizabeth and Jacksonville, Indiana had the biggest upset of the past week beating Penn State. Is the Big Ten any good outside of Ohio State and maybe Michigan? I mean, it's still hard to say. I think there's a lot of good teams, but it just goes to show you that, that Indiana, uh, they've kind of closed the gap. Yeah, Indiana, now their statistics weren't no, they were horrible. <laughs> mind-boggling, yeah. uh, but they would make 220 or 30 yards, something like that. They didn't make a lot, but they hung in there and made that two-point play to win the game somehow. So if they played again, Penn State would still be a two-touchdown favorite. But one day, you know, that one day, teams can beat the other team that are the underdogs. Well, I, can, I thought Minnesota was going to be better, and they got thumped yeah. in week one. And I think there's a changing in the guard in the league, too, because I don't think Michigan State's going to be any good, and no. they've normally been under, under D'Antonio. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that's one – and Iowa, uh, they lost. And I think mm-hmm. this could be the end for the coach there, too, because uh, they've normally been very good, but I don't think they're going to be very yeah, good. Yeah, with all the issues Iowa's had, if he has a bad year, they, yeah. it could be adios there. Yep. Finally, Dwayne and Madison. Cincinnati's a top-10 team. What do you contribute to their success? I think Luke Fickle's a really good coach. I think they got some good players. Uh, they play a little bit of pretty good defense, which you don't see nowadays. Uh, they have a chance to make the four-team playoff if they make you know run run the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody was telling me the other day in the state of Ohio. Uh, I don't know how many millions of people live up there, but you got Ohio State. 
And then the next school is Cincinnati, the next college up there. So uh, Ohio State can't sign all of them, and there's a lot of good players come out of that area. And, and uh, Fickle has done a, a very good job uh, recruiting. they got a defense that can play, Steve, one mm-hmm. of the best defenses in the country. And that gives them a chance everywhere they go. So, yeah, they if they could run the table, they would have a outside – they'd have a shot at that uh, Final Four. I actually Googled this after Cincinnati smothered SMU – and it came up on CBSSports.com. Fickle is 30-13 and 13 at Cincinnati, and his recruiting classes have been ranked 63, 49, 79, and 41, according to 24-7 Sports. How about that? That's good training. they got a good strength coach and good coaching also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are our questions of the week, brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. And again, you can send your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come on today's Inside the Huddle. Stay with us, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby to Today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. 
Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. We've got a lot to cover. By the way, if you want to get a call and ask a question of Coach Spurrier or the Gator QB Shane Matthews, 392-8255, our Campus USA call-in line. Let's go, guys, to our Team of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Team of the Week, Shane. I have two. I have the Indiana Hoosiers, because they just found a way to win the game. And then I have Northwestern. They beat Maryland 43-3, to had over 500 yards offense. I don't know when the last time Northwestern beat anybody that bad. So uh, the Wildcats and the Hoosiers are my teams of the week. Okay, Steve, I'm going to go with the Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. They had not won a Big Ten game in two years, and they had Greg Schiano, who Tennessee thought they were hiring uh, two or three years ago, whatever it was. And uh, they went in there and, and had a – a big win, a big win over Mel Tucker's Michigan State team at Michigan State. Uh, Shiano, uh, you know, coached at Rutgers before, and then he got the Tampa Bay Buccaneer job and so forth. And uh, But but I heard that he picked up like 30 new players through the portal. So wow. you, which goes to show, you can go to school, can't win a lick, uh, like maybe at Kansas. A new coach comes in there, and he starts recruiting everybody else's teams. You know, you're not playing. Come on, you can play here. And uh, somehow or another, he's got 30 new guys there, and they know how to play, and he, he brings an attitude with him. He's a you know a tough line coach type guy, sort of like Sam Pittman at Arkansas. So it's, it's interesting how bad teams, you know, instead of giving me two or three years recruiting, just, hey, give me a chance to go pick off some other players, and they can be very competitive the first year. I guess Les Miles doesn't know what the portal is. They obviously not. <laughs> no, because <he doesn't. laughs> uh, they, they, I mean, They're they have awful. been awful, Ooh. and they continue mm. to be awful. Um, okay, uh, team of the week for me is Cincinnati. Um, I, I think Fickle's done such a great job there. They, they just SMU's a good team, and mm-hmm. they just tore them apart. Um, and I can't name you four, five guys on Cincinnati's team, mm-hmm. but uh, Shaner, I'm with you. I think. The American, that conference this year, just this year, the way it's shaken out, there's some decent teams there. And some of those teams are currently ranked. And if they can win those games and go undefeated, depending on how the Power Five teams do, I think I'm with you. I think they have a chance. So that's uh, they're my team of the week. Coach of the week now, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator Country. Shane, coach of the week. It's Brian Brom. You know, his his brother is Jeff Brom, the head coach at Purdue, but he had COVID, so they wouldn't let him coach. So this is the first time he first time he called plays and they had a big win over uh, Iowa. Wow. Yeah, that was uh, a big for Brahms. That's his brother, it's I guess. His little brother, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah, I got to go with Greg Shiano. I sort of feel like I know him, although I don't know him very well. But uh, his wife is the daughter of Tom Mitchell, who was a tight end with the 49ers when I was out there. Oh, wow. And uh, Saturday mornings, we'd go to Candlestick, and uh, we'd take all the kids and just sort of run around, you know, and then play Sunday. And so uh, – uh, his wife actually would ride sometimes we'd ride in the same car with amy and stevie and lisa and so forth so i feel like uh i have a little relationship with them but uh that was a big win for Rutgers. and who knows what kind of year they can have they're one and oh and they they really feel good about themselves yeah and they're not one and oh often mm-hmm. no so give them a lot of credit yeah. while we can my coach of the week is adam gase because he found a way to lose <laughs> The, the Jets were winning. I was scared. I didn't want them to win because they can get Trevor Lawrence. And they found a way, even though Buffalo was missing a ton of people, uh, they still found a way to lose to Buffalo. So Adam Gates is my coach of the week. Um, sorry, that's just, you know, when you're a Jets fan, that's what you have to go through. We'll take a break, come back. Much more to come inside the huddle. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Miami. 
English version today, please. Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. The Rays, the Dodgers, the World Series continues tonight. Coverage begins at 7.30. Right here on your hall for Rays baseball, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Again, if you want to get a call into the Campus USA phone line to talk to Coach and to Shaner, 392-8255. That is the number. But in the meantime, we'll do our top four teams, guys, brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Top four, Shane. Uh, I'm going to move Alabama to my top spot because, well, Clemson, and the only reason, Clemson gave up 21 points. One was a block punt. They only had like, Syracuse had 10 yards to go. Trevor Lawrence threw a pick six, and then they hit one deep ball. So Mm -hmm. they didn't play great, but I think they're bored. So, But Alabama's playing really well right now. So I'm going to go Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, and I'm going to put your team in there because I just can't put Notre Dame in there, Steve. (laughs) I'm going to put Cincinnati. Okay. Number four? Number four. Okay. And I, and I didn't talk to Shane before this, but I put Alabama at the top also. And uh, I've moved Ohio State all the way to number two. I forgot about them. And I'm putting, uh, I'm putting Clemson number three. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw Dabo's press conference, but he had uh, a pink sport coat with a pink tie. And, uh, and his team just wasn't quite ready to play as well as they normally do. So anyway, I'm going to slide them down to number three. And my number four team, the Michigan Wolverines. Whoa! Harbaugh's caught so much crap over these years just because he can't beat Ohio State. And he, his team looked really good the other night. So let's give Michigan a little love. They don't get yeah. much, okay. okay? Okay, yeah, that is okay. Um, you know, I thought I was going to be the only one to say I'm moving up Alabama, but you guys beat me to the punch. Yeah. But just because of that, and, and Clemson is two, um, Ohio State is three. And I got to go Notre Dame four. They they were very impressive. Uh, they were bad the week before. Scored twelve points and they just destroyed Pitt. And they threw the ball. That that has been their. But Ian Book, their quarterback, actually you know had a pretty good day throwing the ball. Um, so I'm going to go Notre Dame number four. We got a call here on the Campus USA call in line. It is Cornelius. Cornelius, hello. How you doing? Good. I just want to ask the old ball coach, the head ball coach. 
What do he think if uh, my cousin Robert Cromartie was one of his favorite cornerbacks of all time? And uh, what do you think we're going to do uh, down the line with this defense? Yeah, Robert Cromartie, good little defensive back uh, from the Atlanta area, correct, I think? And, uh, correct. Yeah, he played played well for us there in the, uh, what, the mid or latter 90s? What was his last uh, year? It was towards the towards the end of like it was late late uh, yeah. early two thousand. Well. Yeah, I think two thousand or so is about his last year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I hope our defense is going to get better. We should be well rested. Uh, if Kyrie comes comes back this week, that'll yep. certainly help. But uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, Robert Cromari made some big plays for us. Good player. I appreciate it, Coach. Right, Cornelius. Man. Thank you. Appreciate your call. Um, Coach, I got to ask you this um, because mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, I, if, if I'm wrong, please correct me. But I think you said something that you know, ten wins isn't good enough. You know, at, at, for some fans, certainly. I remember 2009 when Florida won every game on its schedule until the SEC championship game, and doing the post game show, fans would call in and complain about you know, did, did, didn't score enough or didn't look good enough. Uh, Dabo's doing the press conference, and a reporter said to him, your team was a little sluggish, and he said, am I in the right press conference? Uh, am I in the right press conference? So fan bases can get spoiled, can't they? Oh, certainly. Uh, certainly they can. But, uh, yeah, his team didn't look very good no, early in the early, game. Yeah. But uh, they obviously were so much better than Syracuse. Syracuse had gotten beat by 17 by Liberty the week before so and all of a sudden they were only six down in late in the third quarter. They had a fourth and one at midfield, and the announcers were saying, well, certainly Syracuse is going to go for this. Uh, but they punted, punted on fourth and one. And although they made a good punt, uh, their quarterback, Rex Culpepper, Rex, yeah. that's Brad's mm-hmm. son. Yeah, Brad Culpepper's oh, son. Yeah, that's him. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he got himself in bad situation, hit, fumble, they scoop it up and score. And then that just opened the gates for, for Clemson. Uh, but they, they were hanging in there with him. Hmm. I didn't know he was there. That's, that's yeah, interesting. Senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we got a call yep. here on the Campus USA call in line. John, hello. Hey guys, uh, Shane Coach. Coach, in um, I think it was 95, 96, 97, you had Eli Williams, Fred Taylor, and Jackson. I can't remember Jackson's first name. Terry. Uh, Terry Jackson. Mm-hmm. And you kind of rotated all of them out, in and out, and they all played a lot. Um, but after, you know, 97, Taylor gets drafted and, and is just an incredible pro. Do you look back and think maybe I should have given him some more carries, or do you ever think about? Well, he that carried kind of stuff? Uh, he carried forty one times against Penn State down there in the Citrus Bowl in Orlando. Uh, Terry Jackson had that forty five yard run against FSU in the national championship game, and Eli. Yeah. I mean, Eli was a heck of a player. And we put put him on defense his senior year. He was that good a player, and it, it, we couldn't play all three of them. But uh, yeah. anyway, uh, Carl Franks, our running back coach, he he sort of handled that. He handled he which did. which one was in and out and so forth. Uh, yeah, Fred played a lot his freshman year. In fact, uh, when we beat uh, Alabama 24-23 in that 94 uh, game, uh, Fred made a fourth and one. I mean, I don't know if we blocked anybody, but I said he made a mid-air move. He went up to go over, and an Alabama guy was coming right at him, and he made a mid-air move and fell forward and got the first down. And then I think we threw the double pass during to Aubrey Hill uh, right after that. So, yeah, Fred was an all-time great. There's no question about that. Uh, yeah, but the other two guys were pretty doggone good also. So uh, we, we felt just, hey, let's play them all. Yeah. yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Fred had had Emmett carries back in, you know, the, the yeah. early oh, yeah. 80s? Yeah, yeah, he would have had yeah, very, very similar yardage, I think, that Emmett had. Maybe a little more because he was faster. Yeah, but, I'm faster. Uh, yeah. But we were, you know, we threw and ran. We did a little bit of everything. But uh, Eric Rett, when he was here, uh, he was clearly our best tailback. So he, he got a lot more carries, and that's why he's the all-time leading rusher. Plus, he started for four years, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there was no one else except McClendon, who, mm-hmm. you know, I always thought he fumbled too much. So, mm-hmm. um, but that was early. So, anyway, thanks, guys. Take John, care. thank you. Appreciate your mm-hmm. call. All right, one of my favorite times coming up, Coach Chalk Talk time. 
Brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. So, Coach, I'll turn it over to you. Okay, chalk talk. Okay, I'm going to uh, I'm going to draw up some of my pet peeves, uh, Steve. Okay. Uh, at the end of ball games, why do teams play bump and run? You know, like there's 20 seconds left in the game. And they're playing bump and run, so they have a chance to throw the fade or the takeoff route, whatever you want to call it. And uh, this past Sunday, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, I like Joe Burrow, got a chance to meet him up to Heisman, and he had led uh, the Bengals, and they had, um, I think, a, uh, a four-point lead over Cleveland uh, with, oh, 30 seconds or so left in the game. So I'm going to draw up what, uh, what Cleveland did to win the game and then sort of talk about what they should have done okay yep. all right okay first of all they're uh they're about on their own 20 or 30 yard line okay right, let me draw up a field here i think they had the ball over here they've got their split in out here here's the guy playing bump and run all right play, they're playing cover one safety's back here got a bunch of guys over here and so forth and uh so here's baker mayfield all right, they just, you know, cover one or bump and run or, you know. So Baker gets the ball. He sort of holds the safety there a little bit. This guy just runs down the field. Now this guy's running with him backwards. <laughs> he can't see anything. And uh, so they hit about a 30-yarder. So now they're on about the 35, 40-yard line. So what do they do the next play? Same thing, same thing. So now he catches it for a touchdown. And... Uh, Anyway, what should they should have done, all the Bengals had to do was make them throw the ball short. And uh, this is the defense that uh, this is the defense that everybody's playing against the air rate. You know, five short and three deep. Don't let them get deep beat. We want you to throw it in here and we want to tackle you and the clock keeps running. Throw it about six, seven yards. We want you to and tackle him. And, and they could have they could have won the game. But they, they play that stupid bump and run. Now, on third and three or four, that's when you play bump and run, right, Shane? Mm -hmm. Stop the little short slants and, you know, don't give them anything. Third, three, four, five. But they play bump and run and so forth. Now, all right, now, where's our eraser here? Oh, here it is. All right, now, uh, at the end of the game, all right, at the end of the game, they kick off, and uh, Cincinnati had a decent run back to about the 35-yard line. So now they got their Hail Mary going. Uh, so Joe Burrow's in the gun. I think they put a guy here, but they usually put three here. And uh, all right, so Cleveland, they got about eight guys back here, back around the goal line area. And I think they only rushed two. I'm not sure what they did. But uh, so these guys run down here. And they're doing the Hail Mary. Okay. What's the best way, Shane will know this, what's the best way to stop the Hail Mary? Steve, you know? Huh? No. The best way to stop it, don't let him throw it. You know how long it takes to throw it? Yeah, rush, it takes at least rush, five seconds. Rush okay. Guys. Yeah, yeah, rush some guys. So Joe Burrow gets it, he messes around, and he threw it 70 yards. He threw it in the end zone. And it ricocheted right past a, deep, a Cincinnati guy. He almost got it. So Cleveland almost uh, almost lost the game up. So what we started doing, uh, of course, we weren't very good at it, but uh, we, uh, we rushed five. We rushed five. We put five guys in here and tried to keep the quarterback in the pocket. Usually he needs to get out of the pocket and, and throw it. So if you can rush five guys and not let him throw the ball, you don't have to worry about that ricochet and so forth. Uh, when we beat Michigan in the Outback Bowl, we rushed five, and they, their guy was wounding up to fire it to the end zone, and uh, Devin Taylor, our defensive end, hit him, and the ball fell right down in there, and we were able to win the game. And then uh, another instant, uh, we're playing Auburn in the SEC championship game, and they had the ball with about 15 seconds 10 or 15 seconds left, about midfield. So Cam Newton gets it, rolls out here, and throws it, and their guy catches it for a touchdown, and we're down 28 to 14. 
So I asked our D coordinator, I said, how come we weren't in our Hail Mary defense? He said, Coach, I didn't think they were going to throw it on that play. Our defensive end rushed inside. He got out here, stood around, stood around, stood around, and then and threw it down there. So the way to stop the Hail Mary is rush five. And nobody's going to do it because they, they don't believe in it. They just believe in knocking it down back here. But it takes, you know, it takes five or six seconds to get everybody down there and so forth. And then quit playing bump and run when you want to keep everything in front of you. That still amazes me that teams do that. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And, and you know what? It, depending on where you are in the field, too, Coach, that, that makes sense just from what you said. Yeah. It takes time to get down there. Mm -hmm. So don't let them just sit there and wait for them. Put some pressure on them. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Bounces down there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. So I, I, that's my, I'm telling you, I, I could have him, you guys do that all day long. It's great. Uh, Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Coach, I'm going to ask both you guys, since you both played in the league, are coaches sometimes stubborn in what they – in other words, this is what I believe in, this is what's worked. Sometimes you have to change. Are, are coaches too stubborn sometimes? I think so. Uh, you know, I, I was somewhat stubborn, you know, when I went to coaching high school football, and then I started learning more about the RPO stuff. And, you know, my quarterbacks were good at it, and it, it's, it's a huge advantage if they're good at it. Uh, it puts the defense in a conflict of interest. But, you know, it's, it's not vertical down-the-field passing, which I enjoy – um, but, yeah, there's some coaches out there that are very stubborn going to stick to their stuff. All right, we'll take a break, come back, and then we're going to give you some games to look for, some predictions on some of the key games not only in the league but around the country as well as we go inside the huddle ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Up. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby to today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. When it comes to infotechnology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. 
Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Weekday afternoons at 4 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world. WRUF Radio app. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Now it's time for Games to Look For. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Okay, guys, just going to go around the SEC, no matter what the game is, and then some national games, too. Uh, at noon, Georgia at Kentucky, Shane. Oh, gosh. I mean, this could get ugly. I mean, Kentucky just can't score. Yeah. Yeah, I would think Georgia would uh, have the advantage there. But, uh, you, you know, know. is it at Kentucky? At uh, Kentucky, yeah. yep. They may, they may play them tight, but uh, Georgia definitely favored, yeah. Um. You know, this is an interesting game to me because Cincinnati's coming off that big win. Memphis, who can score, Memphis at Cincinnati. Uh, I still like Cincinnati. I just think uh, – now, uh, granted, that, that was a big win for them against SMU. Are they flat? But I think Cincinnati will win. Well, we're going to see if Cincinnati's for real now because yeah. Memphis can score. But yeah, I'm going to pick Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati's defense, so uh, I think they'll be ready to play. Okay. Um, let's go to uh, – Coach, it's an interesting game because we mentioned, guys, about – the sort of the darlings in the Big Ten with Indiana beating Penn State and Rutgers getting the win. Guess what? Indiana at Rutgers. Who do you like? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to – I think Indiana's – well, they didn't do a whole lot last week offensively. Shiano's a defensive-minded guy. So, I think I'm going to go with the home team and Rutgers wow. to go 2-0. Oh. Wow. What do you got, Coach? Yeah, I think I'll try Rutgers also. Okay. They, they're at home. Uh, I don't know what their attendance policy is. They hopefully have 15,000, 20,000. They can make some noise. But, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're feeling good about themselves, so we'll see if they can keep it up. I'm going to go on the train. I'm going to pick Rutgers, too. How about that? Uh, LSU-Auburn. I like the LSU Tigers. I think uh, I don't. We don't know what quarterback's going to play. I don't know if Brennan's injury is healed, so you'll probably see the freshman. But he was impressive. They still have weapons everywhere. They sure do. And I just I don't trust Bo Nix against uh, Buholtz. You know Auburn's won. Uh, they've won two games in a row when the referees maybe missed a call uh-huh. that really was turned the game. Uh, both of them. <laughs> so they're pretty fortunate. But golly, LSU. It looked like last year's team almost. Uh, that quarterback Finley. Oh, man, can he throw the ball? Uh, looks like Joe Burrow back there firing it around. So uh, maybe they've turned the corner, is a, a phrase we hear all the time. <laughs> LSU, and I, I would take them to beat Auburn. Me too. I like LSU. Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. I think Ole Miss wins. Uh, you know, Lane got fined by the SEC. Coach, you ever get fined by the SEC? I got warned a few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like warned. Ole Miss here too. Yeah, I go with Ole Miss. They can score a lot more than Vandy. Uh, although Vandy uh, probably playing tough for a while, but you got to think Ole Miss can score. Mississippi State, Alabama. I don't think anybody's picking Mississippi State, but what yeah. I'm concerned about here, Coach, is they, Mississippi State had a bye week. Do they change what they do offensively? You're talking about Mississippi State, Mississippi State, and Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Well, he hadn't changed in 19 years, Mike Leach. <laughs> so I, I'm not guessing he's going to change anything, and uh, whether or not the air raid can. Uh, go against that eight, uh, cover eight, uh, five short, three deep is what about everybody's playing. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but Alabama, yeah, they can they can score against anybody, and uh, and they can play defense also. Uh, I, I I think Mississippi State's number one in the league in defense. Mm-hmm. Now Alabama's going to score. 
mm-hmm. and they're going to score a lot. But I'm, I want to see how Mississippi State's defense plays against them. Ohio State, Penn State. Oh, gosh. I, I think the Buckeyes roll them. Yeah, it's in Happy Valley, but they ain't going to be happy, Ohio mm-hmm. State. Yeah, it could be a tough game, though. Uh, Penn State, they got ball players, but I, I'll stick with Ohio State. Yeah. Um, interesting game here um, because uh, when you look at the teams that are playing, Arkansas at A&M. Oh, I like A&M. I, you know, I'm anxious to see this game because we all know and think Barry Odom's done a tremendous job, no question about it. But he's really played that defense, that three, three-man front, eight and drop, drop eight against Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Now you're playing a team that's very balanced and can run the football. Mm-hmm. What does he do, and how does Arkansas match up against them? Good point. Yeah, I think it's a close game, though, but uh, I'll take A&M. I came this close to taking Arkansas because I, 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 you know, when, when A&M beat Florida, the next week they were kind of pedestrian. Mm-hmm. They didn't do a whole lot. So which A&M are we going to see? But they're at home, but I think – as Coach Corso would say, closer than they – I think I think Arkansas will lose, but it'll be close. Um, what are some of the keys, guys, for Florida-Missouri here? Well, I don't – you know, we just – we got to start fast. I don't know if we can. I, you know, we're probably – hopefully we're not sluggish. It's, we've never been in this position. Um, we all know offensively we're looking really good in the three games we played. Just Trask and the receivers pick up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then – what have we done defensively to to get better? Uh, you know, one of the biggest problems on defense is third down defense. The other teams are converting well over fifty percent, I think. Right, Steve? Yep. So if we can get our third down defense and get get them off the field and give uh, our offense more opportunities, uh, I think we'll be in good shape. But if they if they can hang on the field, Missouri and you know, burn clock and make drives uh, like they did against Kentucky. Uh, it, it's going to be a tight game. So let's let's get them off the field on those third downs. That'll give us a wonderful opportunity. Um, it, it's funny we've seen uh, Missouri with Basilak, the, the young quarterback, against LSU. That was a shootout, mm-hmm. right? They he threw it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Last week, it was just ground and pound. They gave the ball to Roundtree 30-something times. He only averaged three and a half yards a carry. So it wasn't like he was busting runs. But they moved the chains, and they kept Kentucky off the field, and they scored enough. So uh, Florida's uh, – Coach, I, I 100% agree. they got to get them off the field on third down. I, I don't know how explosive they are against a good defense. So don't let them run the ball and get them off the field. We'll take a break, wrap it mm-hmm. up today inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, 
Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63-yard Listening to ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com. A Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. So call them up today and start feeling better. That's TitanMRI.com. Guys, we've got about two minutes left, and, and, I, and I just want to end with this. Um, I, I don't know. There, there's no blueprint for what teams and coaches and players are going through right now. But Florida is one of the schools that's been hit pretty hard by all of this. So... I guess we just have to wait and see for Saturday, don't we? Because we don't, again, don't know who's going to play, what the effect is of the layoff. It's kind of an odd situation, but that's the situation Florida's in. Yeah, very strange. Uh, no one's been in this situation before. you know. But I, th- I think the kids will be excited to get back out on the field, play a real game. Um, it's a night game. Should be excitement, some excitement in the stadium. So uh, I'm anxious to see how we perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, got to be flexible in this day of uh, COVID good, good football. Good word, yeah. Be flexible, play with what you got, and uh, hopefully uh, the leadership on the team and the coaching staff will, will have our guys really ready to play. Isn't it funny? You know, Coach, you as a coach, and Shane, you as a player, when you were doing what you were doing, it was, everything was normal. You know, the, the normalcy of, you know, daily practice, whatever your routine was, that's been shattered in a lot of cases. So we'll see how the Gators handle it uh, come Saturday. And again, it's going to be a night game, and our coverage here will begin at uh, 3.30. So uh, make sure and tune in for that. Uh, that is our Inside the Huddle for today. Always a pleasure to have the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, here. Brad, thank you for producing the show. Uh, Seth Harp is up next. Harp on Sports at noon. Sports scene comes your way. We'll talk certainly more college football. And don't forget tonight uh, we have World Series Game 6. Can the Rays keep it alive or can the Dodgers win their first world championship since 1988? We'll have that game for you live beginning at 7.30. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, Crime Prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier.
If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. What? Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weeby Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, the flagship of the Florida Gators, WRUF AM, Gainesville, and W251CG, Gainesville. The heartbeat of the Gator Nation. Well, I'm 67 years old. I lost 71 pounds. I was a size 46 pants two years ago, and I've been taking it, and I'm a size 36 pants now. Congratulations, Pat, on losing 71 pounds and 10 inches off your waistline. Now listen to Brian's results. My sleeping is better. My joint pains are much better, and the weight loss is coming along. I'm about 13 to 14 pounds lighter. It has reduced my sugar cravings big time. Sugar cravings and uh, reduced joint pains, and those two are big time. Outstanding results, Brian. Guys, since 2004, men have chosen Andro 400 for one reason. Results. Andro 400 can help you safely lose belly fat, reduce joint pain, gain energy, and boost your testosterone. We guarantee it. Start today and get free shipping on any order. Go to andro400.com for more 